0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Not Your Normal Books. My name is Kalen. How are you guys doing today? I am doing very well, and for those of you who celebrate, happy 4th of July. Um, Lately, I have been watching a lot of documentaries. Uh, I've watched, so far, um, How to Fix a Drug Scandal. All these you can find on Netflix. How to Fix a Drug Scandal, Captive and Murder Among the Mormons, and they're all so good. Um, the two I would highly recommend would be Murder Among the Mormons and How to Fix a Drug Scandal. Those are so good. Um, but other than that, I've been reading a lot. It's We've had constant days of rain, I think. Yesterday and today were the first two days where it hadn't rained in week, week and a half, maybe. I don't know. I think the the we had it. It was um like 2015, 2016. It rained basically for a month straight, or close to a month straight, and uh, we've got community park in town um where like all the baseball diamonds and and softball diamonds are and uh it's also got a, a a pond and a creek going through it so with as much rain as we had it all flooded um so we So a lot of like where the, um, outdoor volleyball courts are, those were completely flooded and that area tends to flood quite a bit, but I'm just glad that we haven't had rain. Unfortunately, weather is predicting that we are going to have thunderstorms tomorrow, which, which is not going to be good. Um, Well, when I say tomorrow, I mean the day this comes out. Um, I've been watching a little bit of the TV show Alone. Um, it's a survival show. I, My sister and brother-in-law got me hooked on it um, a while back, and I kind of stopped watching it. Then I got back into watching it. So right now I'm on a season where they're in the Arctic and I am already just like, no, mm-mm. I hate the cold. There was uh, one time in college we had a um, a hypnotist come in and it was like one of those ones where they hypnotize you up on stage and then they do a whole bunch and then they, they try to get you to do a whole bunch of funny stuff. I was good until you said, now picture yourself somewhere cold. I hate the cold. I snapped out of it real quick. I would not go back under and the dude would not let me off the stage. So I literally had to like, act, act everything out. And one of my, one of my friends told me that I'm the worst actress they've ever seen. So that's why I've never gone into acting. I've been I've been trying to read a lot. I'm I'm having a little bit of trouble trying to find good well not good. I'm just books that I can get into. I'm a lot of them I'm so so on. We're having just a lot of wind and everything and I I'm still trying to figure out if I want to go see the fireworks tonight. I think I got to get a hold of my dad to see if he's still got um, my little brothers and if they're going to fireworks. And I'll go with them because I haven't seen my little brothers in I don't know how long now. Really, other than that, like, there hasn't really been much that's been going on here. I have tried cotton candy grapes. I don't know if, I, I think this came out, I think, those came out on the market like last year the year before um I saw them they were on sale so I'm just like you know what they're on sale I'll get them I'll try them not a fan um I mean they're good they don't to me they don't taste anything like cotton candy they're just a very very sweet grape and it probably didn't help. Like the first time that I tried one, I just got done eating a um, gummy worm, so that could, that could have messed that up a little bit. Um, God, gummy worms are good, aren't they? Like I got like the regular. I got sour gummy worms, but then I got regular gummy worms, and that's the first time I've had like a gummy worm. And oh God, I don't know how many years. It was now the last time I had one, I was at a Halloween party and um, my friends had gotten a whole bunch of gummy worms, soaked them in tequila, but unfortunately they over-soaked them. So they're just like, well, you're just going to have to swallow, like swallow the whole, swallow the whole thing. Now this thing is like, they're, they're long things. They're long worms. I can't do that. So I, I chewed it. Man, it's not all that great to chew, uh tequila. Um, I like tequila, but that was just a little bit overdone. My favorite one so far was Drunken Gummy Bears, where the last time I had them was <laughs> my 21st birthday. I was working a job where I was working mid- midnight, and that morning at, like, the morning I turned 21... We went straight to the bar at 6 in the morning, got drunk, and then went home and worked the next, I think I had to work the next night, and then I had the night after, the, I, I think I had to work or something, because I they took like two days off then. Because I went out and celebrated with friends. Um, We went out to bars in Bowling Green. And I don't remember much of that night. Um, I remember vaguely of going to Taco Bell. I remember eating a taco, throwing it up, and then passing out on the couch and woke up with a blanket on me. No other real recollections past that. No, but really not too much else has been going on lately. Um, With that being said, we are going to get into our book. So the book that we have is Voyeur by Fiona Cole. Now, a little bit about Fiona. She is a USA Today bestselling author. She writes steamy romances that pack a punch. She's a military wife, a stay-at-home, and a stay-at-home mom. She has degrees in both chemistry and biology. I'm going to let that sink in a little bit longer because math and science for me were my worst subjects. Because I had such a hard time trying to figure out what any of it meant. Um, So I'm like... I'm literally bowing down to Fiona right now. Um, And as much as she loves science, she gave into her passion of reading and writing and has decided to write her own books. Uh, So we have the characters that we have in here are Oakland, Callum, Jackson, Daniel, and Olivia. Now, I don't know if it's Callum, Callum, So I'm just going to call him Cal. Um, And before we get into any of this, uh, there is a trigger warning. There is talk of sexual assault in the book and episode. Um, so uh, this book is something that I really, really like because it gives a a lot. Like sometimes, like when you read something, you're just like, oh, that can't really happen in real life. This, I feel like can. Um, you got Oakland. She is a 19-year-old freshman. Um it makes me wonder if her birthday was set in, like, August, September, but it did not meet the deadline of when you could start school. Or if her parents are just like, we're going to hold you back one year or something that, like that. Anything like that can happen. Um and she just gets, like, the worst news that she could get. And that's that the tuition check was not sent to her, but sent to her parents that live in Florida. Now, she is going to school in Cincinnati, Ohio. As an as a Ohioan myself, I am so thankful for any books where it is in, where it happens in Ohio. Don't really get a lot of that. Um So her parents had always lived paycheck to paycheck. They don't live above their means, but it's always been a bit of a struggle. And right when that paycheck comes to them, their car breaks down. They're late on rent. And so they use that check to help with that stuff. Now, it's not like they're going out and they're blowing money on drugs and alcohol and and just something to have a good time with they're not even buying a tv with it they're literally doing stuff so then they can just stay a little bit above water until next paycheck now i'm not gonna say that oakland isn't mad she is But now she has this new worry that she has to think about is, and that's how am I going to pay for college? So she is trying to find all these different jobs. And really the only thing that she's finding is work at a coffee shop, work at a grocery store. It's those, Those jobs, coffee shop, you could get tips along with it. I worked as a barista for a Starbucks for... I don't even know how long. Um, and I was able to get tips. So with making minimum wage and getting a little bit of tips, I mean that helped a lot. Um, I had, I started working there when I got let go of another job. Um, And the other job I was making more money at. I just bought myself a new car and I'm struggling to make money of any sort to pay for all these bills that are coming up because not only did I have a new car bill, I had student loans I had to pay for. Like all of this was just rushing at me and if any job where if you have to make if you make minimum wage at and you're able to get tips, I I'm, I'm I was thankful for a job like that. Um but as she's telling like as she's telling her friend Olivia of how she's looking for these jobs, she goes, Well, talk to my uncle Daniel. He owns a club called Voyeur. Now Olivia does tell her kind of what Voyeur is about in, in technical terms, you could call it a sex club. Now members of this club could potentially have sex in it, but that's not what it's about. So you've got the employees there that usually you call performers to be a member and to be an employee in this, uh, in this establishment, you have to sign a NDA, a non-disclosure agreement contract. And with that, you're, no one can really talk about what goes on, who the um, employees are, who the members are outside of anything, uh, outside of work, so, or outside of that club. And, um, and, and, So not a lot of people who are not members know exactly what's happening. So what's happening in that club is that a member will go over to a screen. They will type in their member, I believe their member ID and then uh, select a performer one one or two uh depending if they want a solo or couple and then they'll say kind of what they want now that performer has a list of things that they will or will not do so the member can like pick of like uh that they okay so scenario would be okay say i'm a member and i pick that i want a couple that I want romantic, lots of touching, graphic, uh, dirty talk and oral both. Like I could do something like that. And as long as those performers agree to those terms, I will get a notification saying, the room or what I requested is ready, go to this room. And when I do that, I would go either into the room the performers are performing in or a room that is just offset and it's got a one-way mirror where I can look in, but they can't see me. Um, and, and I really... And I'm and I am wondering if there are actual places like this, because that just sounds like a fun place to go. Um, now, would I want to bring a date to this place? If it's a first date, no. If it's like, hey, we've been going out for like nine months, yes. Any like six months or or less. No, 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 probably not. Um, but while in the club, she kind of know, like Oakland, like she agrees. She, she learns about how much money she could make a night, which can be up to a thousand dollars. And it all depends on the performances that she does. And then her tips. So it all depends on that. Everything is different. Now there is someone that kind of catches her eye while she's in while she is on her first day. Can't see the face. Dude's got a ball cap on and everything else. That guy ends up being Cal. Um, Cal. Callum. Callum. I'm not sure what the pronunciation is, so we're going to call him Kale. Kale um, has a very dark history. Um, as a young teen, he was um, molested and sexually abused by an older cousin and it wasn't until he was around 15 ish that it had come out that he was about all the abuse um he is now i believe he's they said he's about 28 ish and that's still kind of in his mindset he's anytime he tries like anytime he's on a date with a woman that woman is always the one that tries to initiate any sort of sexual contact. And that's what his cousin did. His cousin initiated the sexual con- the contact. So he kind of, uh, it, it, it's messed with his psyche. It's just something that's kind of always just messed with him. Now, Cal is originally from California. He has not been back there since he was 18 and left for college. Anytime his parents want to come visit him, they. Anytime his parents want to see him, they come up to visit him because they know they know everything and they know how hard um, trying to be back in California is. So, Cal is a professor. I had a college in Cincinnati. It doesn't say what college. Um, I believe there's a few in Cincinnati. I think there was one when I was looking um, for colleges to go to. There was one that I wanted to go. I wanted to go there. They had the most amazing um, English program. It wasn't the university. It wasn't a, was it the University of Cincinnati or Cincinnati University. It's however one you want to put it. The one I'm thinking of began with an H, and I cannot remember what it was, but unfortunately, I didn't have good enough test scores to get in. But uh, Cal is a professor at this university in Cincinnati. And he teaches astronomy. He um, he's a huge nerd when it comes to this. And when you are very passionate about something, yes, you are a total nerd of it, a total nerd of it. And don't hide it. Bring out your nerdiness. Don't hide it. I mean, I had, for me, I literally show my nerdiness on my arm. I, I'm to the point to where I'm just like, look, I'm a huge nerd. I'm not afraid to show it. I don't care what people think about it. I had, uh, the other day I went to our local ice cream shop and, uh, I was standing in line. I ordered, I was on the other line for the pickup and, uh, this, Older gentleman, he had to be anywhere – he had to be somewhere in his 60s. And he looks at me, and he's just like, I really like your tattoo work. And I'm just like, thank you. I'm just like, I'm a huge book nerd. So I picked one of my favorite books and did a whole scene about it on my arm. And he's just like – And he, I, I don't even think he knew what book I was talking about at all. I never said the book, but just like looking at it, I don't think he knew – um the series and all and uh he's just like he he had a few tattoos himself and he's just like that's still some he goes I think he said it was like some of the best work he's seen in a while I and you get a lot of people with a lot of different tattoos and a lot of their work is so Brilliant, but I'm getting off subject here. Let your nerdiness show, don't hide it. Don't hide it. Um, but no, he, uh, he, I think he's got a few, I think cal has got a few puns in there about, uh, about, um, the stars. Uh, and now I'm trying to think of where I'm at so he's having a fine and dandy school year but it all comes kind of like screeches to a halt really when he sees that Oakland is one of his students now at this point he has no idea what her name is or how old she is and when she learn when he learns that her name's Oakland she's 19 and a freshman he feels kind of almost disgusted with himself because not only is she this young woman who he's nine, 10 years older than, but she's also one of his students and he is just fighting his attraction to her and that it in, they they end up do giving in to their attraction to one another and then they fight because of his with his issues of intimacy and then they kind of like go their separate ways for a little bit and then they kind of get back together and but he he almost like rejects her for a second time and she gives him this ultimatum be like look you either tell me what's going on or you leave and and just don't bother me again and he tells her exactly what happened to him as a kid about his cousin and everything else and she she's just like I don't I she's just like he doesn't want her pity and she says something like I'm not pitying you I'm I feel sad for you that you had to go through that and that you're dealing with these issues. And so she looks some things up. She gets kind of a plan in play and she's able to actually give him a very intimate moment to where he is the one in charge. Um, um, she is able to give him a blow job and have him be in charge of everything. And for him, this is the most freeing thing that has ever happened to him because this is not something he's been able to achieve before. So they, their relationship grows and they're able to do more intimate things with each other. But On the back half of that, he is very jealous, Um, and his jealousy comes in the form of her still working at Voyeur. Now, at, at this point in time, Oakland is working not one job, not two jobs, but three jobs, still going to school and trying to make time for Cal. Now, she still is paying she's still trying to pay all of her tuition, her rent, and be able to buy groceries. Olivia had her friend Olivia had offered to pay for school for her, but she won't Oakland won't let Olivia do that. And here's the reason why. When she, when Oakland was in, I don't know if it was high school, junior high, elementary, I'm not 100% sure when this happened. Um, Oakland's parents had uh, borrowed money from friends and they said it as a loan. There was nothing done in paperwork and those friends basically took advantage of, uh, like, brought up the price of, like, the, uh, um, The interest said, well, you owe this much on this date now. And just kind of, their friendship went downhill. Um, Oakland was best friends with their daughter. That friendship just deteriorated. Like, it was bad. And And that's kind of why Oakland doesn't want to borrow money from Olivia because she knows there's a good chance that their relationship is it is it's gonna go bad because of because she thinks that maybe Olivia would kind of lord it over her in a way because that's what she's used to um, And Olivia gets it. She doesn't fully agree with it, but she gets it. Cal's getting extremely jealous, and and he's trying to tamper down that jealousy, but he's tampering it down by drinking alcohol, and he's drinking to the excess. Um, where where he one day he goes to voyeur, he shows up. And he basically, like, drunkenly accuses her of, of something. And that's when they kind of realize maybe we aren't meant for each other. We're, we're not good for each other right now. And they break up. Oakland's doing everything she can to keep her head above the water right now. Um, both mainly emotionally. And she goes over and what she never told, uh, Cal was that she wasn't planning on staying at Voyeur for too much longer. Now she got a, um, she had an interview with the athletic department at the college and she was going to intern as uh, a a PT for them, which is kind of unheard of for a freshman to do that. But with her coursework and determination and plus they're willing to help her out with, um, with uh, the tuition She's all for that. So she gets it and the first thing she wants to do is call Cal to tell him. Only thing is, she can't anymore. So she goes over to her friend Olivia and she ends up just breaking down, tells Olivia everything that had happened. And Olivia is just like, you're a dumb bitch. (laughs) Which I don't think that's the exact thing she said, but that's basically what she was meaning because she she's letting Oakland know that she let her pride come ahead of her happiness. She let she's letting past things determine what's going to happen now. And Oakland finally realizes well shit, you're right. Because one of the things that was just like the straw that broke the camel's back with with Oakland and Cal was Cal had offered to pay for her college and she felt like that she just kind of felt like it was dirty that her professor is is wanting to pay for school so they can be together and and Olivia's just like don't think of him as your professor. Think of him as your boyfriend because that's what he is. He is your boyfriend willing to help you out so then you can spend more time not only with him but on school and with friends. You're going to have more time for everything. You're not going to be working all these damn jobs just just so then you're tired all the time. You don't have time for anything else and possibly even your studies, your your grades fall. And Oakland then realizes, I need to do something to get him back. So, what they do is uh, they come up with a plan. Unfortunately, that plan cannot be uh, done very easily. Cal had taken two weeks off. Uh, he had vacation days. I think it was sick leave and vacation days that he used up, and he went out to California, which is a huge thing for him. And he tells he goes over to his parent's house. He tells his parents everything that happened, and he he's just like, I need to work on myself. Before I can try anything more with with this woman that I'm interested in. And he he does. He goes to counseling. He stops drinking. Now, I'm not going to say he was an alcoholic. I think he was a little bit dependent on it. But if he can get if he can get back in a mindset of i don't need it to temper feelings i think he can still enjoy a beer or two every once in a while um but maybe not maybe maybe he just needs to stay sober it all i'm not a doctor i don't know i'm guessing at this point um, I had a emotional dependency on alcohol a couple years ago for months on end I would uh, I never drank during the week I always drank on weekends and it was usually like I, I would work on Friday Sunday was a day I possibly had to go in at times So, Saturdays would be my day to drink, and I would drink either, I would drink at least a half a bottle of vodka um, every Saturday night, and I would use that to, uh, to make myself numb enough to where I didn't have to think of why I was drinking. So... I mean, i I don't drink that often anymore. I think the last time I actually had a drink was on this podcast um, for for something that I was doing, I had a I think it was a whiskey sour, but i the last time I actually drank to to um, the accent the last time I actually got drunk was uh, about a year and a half ago, for a it was a bar crawl slash bachelorette party, um, and I I was around friends. We were just having fun, so I drank then. But really, I don't. I rarely drink anymore now. Um. But no. Cal comes back two weeks later, he is back in therapy, he is becoming a better version of himself, not only for him, but for Oakland as well. Now they have a end of semester project that they have to do, which is Um, they assign themselves a star. They go to the park, they go to this park at night and, uh, Cal is with them. He sets up a telescope. They look at the star that they want or that they had picked and then they have to write like this essay or something about it. So Oakland has to go do this. And when she sees the sign up board, she sees that another student is supposed to be with them. Uh, That student doesn't show. Uh, I guess Cal got an email from him before saying that this person was not going to be there. So they get there. It's a little awkward for both at first. But then they talk over everything. They kind of get back to where they were before. And he tells her straight up, I'm going back to therapy. I am working on any and all issues. I went to California, which she knows is a huge thing. And they get back together. And I don't know what time of year this was. Um, I don't know if this course was a entire two semesters long i don't know so they they have sex in the park which if you're not caught and you can't go to jail um (laughs) uh or get a fine but it makes me wonder what part of the year that like this happened in because Growing up in Ohio, you get warm months from basically middle of May until mid-September. And then mid-September to you really think this could happen to anyone. There's a few books that we've done so far in the podcast to where you read it and you're just like, okay, it's a great book, but I don't think any of this could happen in real life. This totally could. Now, if I do find out that there are clubs like set up just like Voyeur, oh, you bet your ass I'm going to try to find them. Uh-huh. It's basically between books two and four. Um... So finding if I I'm not going to do that book. If you guys want to read it, it's called Surrender. Um, but trying to find a place to put it without really um, giving anything away for any of the next books, it's 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 hard. So, um, so we'll get into that again at some other point. Or, or not at all, really. Um, no, but really, that's all I got for you guys this week. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, please follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Not Your Normal Books Podcast. Please rate, subscribe, and review. Every little thing helps me. Um, If you guys have have any book suggestions, any thoughts and feelings on any of the books that we've done or any questions that you have for me, you can email them to me at NotYourNormalBooks at gmail.com. You can also message them to me on Instagram. Um, Other than that, I have nothing else for you guys. Um do. T- 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 I will see you guys next week with our next book, Lovers. Mid-源ous. Mid-April is cold. You got you got days where it fluctuates where it's a little warm, but it 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 it, it can be cold, so it just kind of makes me wonder. Um no, but they get back together. They are together all throughout the rest of her college career. After she graduates, Cal propose pro, 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 fucker, proposes to her. I feel like I'm not saying that correctly, even though I, I think I am. I don't know. My brain does not function with my mouth correctly half the time when I record anything. Um, Anyhowdy who's. uh, No, but they get engaged. They are in California to go visit his parents. And that is the end of the book. Like I said before, this is such a great book. There's so many things in here where you're just like, this could happen in real life. This could happen in real life. This entire thing could happen in real life. And it's one of the things that I love about this entire series because this series, and and, and it's one of those that also gets you thinking about what would you do in this situation as well? How would you deal with this? What would your next move be? And it kind of goes on like that. and, And I love that um there i i did say earlier that there was seven books in it then i said there were six there technically is seven one of them is a novella um